United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. They dispatched that quoted President Coleman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Coleman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects exist. Sometimes it makes me nervous. Why? When you say, like, okay, you ready? And then recording, like, the recording notification comes yeah. on, like, 45 minutes, 45 seconds later. And I'm like, fuck, are we going to be fucked on this? Okay, so to clarify that, I do struggle to find it sometimes because I minimize our Zoom window so that I can look at you and at the notes. But it hides the record button, so I'll be like, let's do it! And then I have to, like, find the corner of the Zoom window and expand it. And then find the recording button and then click it. So it's usually just me and not okay. Zoom. Zoom okay. immediately starts recording every time. As long as it's just you, that's all that matters. I'm, I'm the problem. Absolutely. Well, good. That makes one of us. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's up? My name's Noelle, and I am, you know just absolutely drenched in a little bit of swamp ass it's fucking a thousand degrees out here and i'm fucking dying Mm. and i'm chelsea i am just sciatic nerve pain Mm. and i also feel like i'm in a pool like i'm hot and i'm in pain and not even good hot you know we're not talking about the physicality of hot absolutely not i mean absolutely not you took a picture of how shiny my forehead was because it like was looking into the face of the sun that's how hot I am. I look like if you took the skin that was removed during a circumcision and crunched <laughs> it all together like an accordion, that's what I would look like. I look like one of the bodies on the walls in the cave of Jeepers Creepers, just dehydrated <laughs> and stiff. Oh my god. But that's fair. I'm bo- glad we're both miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. there's nothing cute about any of this shit going on i'll tell you that much um look at the forehead shyness back if i hit it at the right angle it really does look like there's a white hole punch right in the yeah it looks like you're fucking bald when you hit it at the right angle it's incredible (laughs) um and i don't even have a good personality to get me out of it so (sighs) same here look at us struggling bald thumb head she's (laughs) this is speaking about myself so you don't get it twisted I would say she's a six, but her personality is a two. Yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> I really that. I'm like probably the most like solid six, six and a half you've ever seen in your goddamn life. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> personality is a used condom found on a sidewalk. See, I would. I would say, I can't say I'm a four because I have a problem with that number intrinsically, but I'm not going to go higher. So I'd say like maybe a high three. My personality is a person who's perpetually tired and doesn't like to carry on conversations unless they interest me specifically. So really I'm a two. Ooh, that's a good one though. That's a good, you know, I get that. I get that though. It's hard. Like if people are talking golf around me, I want to be like, so what do you, what got you into golf? And they're like, Played it when I grew up, like, you're like, uh, I don't fucking know, man. Do you you stand on grass? I guess it's like so hard <laughs> to carry on a conversation on that sometimes. Yeah, no, like, I feel you. You could honestly pivot though and be like, so what do you think about 
the Tiger Woods. Yeah, um, I was just going to say. <laughs> what to do you let you support about? people who cheat on their wives and still get <laughs> sponsors. When did I'm that like, happen? Like in oh fucking God. 2009? Oh, probably even. 2010, yeah. maybe? I don't know. Time. How many times has Tiger cheated on his wife? 120 women. Oh my God. When <laughs> During their five year marriage. <gasps> when did I Tiger think it was in 2010. It was in 2010. L. Her name is L, right? I don't know. She, November 2009 is when they reported on it. Damn. 120 women. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about history and how it is doomed to repeat itself when we forget. I saw people talking about like, isn't it weird that we were like so obsessed with like Tiger Woods cheating on his wife? And I was like, you know what? That was weird. That was weird. My brain forgot the fucking meat and potatoes of the story was that it was as many as 120 women in a five-year marriage. As many as. Like, there could be more. Yeah. That, you know what? Glad we talked about it, and we should still be talking about it, honestly. He's been cancelled for me since that happened. I don't fucks with that. You want to know what? I also don't appreciate Gwen Stefani and her swollen husband for what they did either. I don't remember. Was that the country girl? The um, yeah, love you Blake like Shelton. Tequila. Yep, that one. What's her yeah. name? Tequila does Miranda um, Lambert. Yeah, Miranda Lambert. They. I'll never they forgive were... them for what they did to ML. Neither will I, honestly. So. Um, you know, weren't people upset with Tiger Woods' wife because she like threw an umbrella at his car or something? Oh. It she should have beat him bloody. Abuse. Dude, right? My mom always <laughs> told me that if you find out a boy cheats on you, you have to like wait until they're sleeping and then you super glue their weenie to their tummy <laughs> and then you put like porn or something on so they wake up and, you know, get excited and then just rip themselves apart. That's what you that do. is very smart. I also mm-hmm. like the idea of super gluing their hand to their non-erect that would be another fun one or their butt cheeks together you know what i mean the sky's Mm -hmm. the limit um and be creative that's what i'd say put a little dab of glue up each nostril and give it a good pinch oh yeah you know these motherfuckers are breathing out their nose or out Mm -hmm. their mouth though so maybe do like a lip maybe do like a lip together yeah Um, um honestly i i the only thing that i'm disappointed about with the umbrella thing is that she didn't manage to pierce him through his cold dead heart that's what I'm saying, honestly. So, that's all I have to say about that. What do yeah. you have to say about this episode? Got away from me a little bit. Um, because we were originally going to talk about bilocation, and which is a phenomenon where people can appear in two locations at the same time. What we ended up finding, and this can still be an option for the future, but what we ended up finding is it's a really tied into sainthood and people who have been recognized in the Catholic Church, and we don't feel like talking about the Catholic Church today. No. So what ended up popping up was the names of people who had just weird time, weird time. And being in weird times right now, I do think that this is particularly on topic. So today we're talking about time. Okay. Pretty broad stroke there. Yeah. But um, I'd love to see what you have to say. Well, 
Let's start. Let's jump right in. <clears throat> Vas- I'm going to say Vasily because I want to put like the little a- Italian flair on it, even though this man was from Romania. Oh, okay. I-, I don't know how to pronounce names because I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. So Vasily Gorgos was born in Romania in the late 1920s and made his living as a cattle salesman. Due to the nature of his work, Gorgos traveled pretty extensively to make a living in his trade. So it was nothing out of the blue when, in 1991, the 63-year-old farmer told his family that he was going to go on a business trip. Um, I would like to apologize because how is... No, it's fine. I just did some Like, why is a 63-year-old working? Um, Well, I get that because our world is in shambles and, um, you know, old people have to have jobs and create economies still because we live in a hellscape nightmare. retirement. But it was more of the fact that it was like we were talking about the 1920s, and then all of a sudden we got to 1991. Yeah, because he was born in the late 1920s. Yeah, and then I answered my own question. Mm -hmm. Just with um, math. Just with a little bit of math. Yeah. By being like, okay, that makes sense now. We did a little bit of time traveling in two senses, Mm -hmm. and I just wasn't ready for like 70 years to pass. You know what? I am. That's actually a really good point. (laughs) <laughs> There's going to be some time jumps in this episode. Okay. I'll just prep myself for yeah. it like I just did. Yeah. So get out the calculators, guys and gals, because um, we're going to get confused. So nothing was too unusual about him taking a business trip. He had made the same excursion dozens of times over the years. It's how he conducted business. He would follow the same route where he would purchase a train ticket and then he would spend the day bouncing from like one farm to another or like one business to another and essentially being like, how many cattle do you want to order for this year? Super common. People would be like, I want to order three heads of cattle. He'd be like, perfect, bounce to the next one. So it wasn't like he wasn't like a rancher where he was like literally driving cattle. He would just go and take the orders throughout town and then come home. He was already established in the area. People would just order meat from him. He would make sure that he had the amount of meat that they needed. Only this time, on this trip, Gorgos never came home. His family was immediately worried since he was a pretty routine man, and there was no reason for him to alter trip plans and delay his return since his course was already set in stone by the train's route throughout the countryside. Like, you cannot deviate a train to go somewhere else. Um, And it was was just going on a loop. So they immediately alerted the police, who, despite their best efforts, probably not their best efforts. Yeah, despite giving 2% on a Wednesday afternoon when they had nothing Uh else to do. Mm -hmm. Um, they just concluded that he was gone. Like, Ooh. And his family, burdened with the trauma of his disappearance, could only assume that he was a victim of foul play, and hopefully his murder would be eventually uncovered. So year in and year out, they held a memorial service, hoping that the annual reminder to the public would keep Gorgos' disappearance fresh in their mind so that this wouldn't become yet another cold case. And they did this every year for 30 years. God damn. Three decades of misery as they wondered if they were simply abandoned by him or if their beloved patriarch was the victim of a nefarious crime, it would never be discovered. So let's bounce forward to August 29th, 2021. Okay. Gorgos' family was surprised to wake up and see a car was sitting in front of their home. They did the thing that like all nosy people do where they peek through the blinds wondering like who the fuck was in their driveway. And slowly, a 93-year-old man got out of the car and they were all in shock. Because after 30 years of no contact, Vasily Gorgos had returned back home. And what should have been a heartwarming moment of reconciliation soon, t- soon turned into confusion on everyone's part. 
Because while the family thought Gorgo had been gone for 30 years, the old man thought he hadn't missed any time at all. But he showed up looking like a 93-year-old old man? Ish. He came home wearing the exact same clothes he had been wearing when he disappeared in 1991. He still had the train ticket in his pocket. And when his family asked where he had been the entire time, he kind of like looked at them like they were weird. And he was like, um, home? Like, <laughs> where else if I, would I have gone? Um, so quickly they took him to the hospital to make sure he wasn't suffering from like head injuries, um, a sort of dementia, like Alzheimer's. But he was given a totally clear bill of health, like as clear as it could be for a man who was 93. There was no head injuries that they could find. So while he had, was definitely gone and had aged 30 years, the man maintained he had not been gone at all. In fact, he could even remember the minute details from the day of his disappearance as if he was just recalling them from like a few moments ago. Like, no, remember you were wearing this and you said this, we had this for breakfast and then you did that and then you were planning on doing this with the rest of your day. Like, what are you talking about? I remember everything. Like, definitely not 30, it hasn't been 30 years. Like, he was able to describe the layout of his house, family details, all of it. The only thing he didn't remember was the last 30 years. Jeez. So you might be thinking like, Maybe he just walked out on his family, and now that he was old, he was coming home for them to take care of him and wanting you to know, cover his tracks. That is exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking like he probably wrote this all down and was like, one day I'm going to have to remember all of these details and all of these mm -hmm. things. So when I'm done fucking this 23-year-old and she's taken every penny I have, I can go back to my sorry family and they'll take care of me in my old age. Yeah, but you would think that if that was the case, that the vigil that they held every year for 30 years... That someone would have recognized him because they covered. Not it if in he media. has a good disguise. Not Maybe. if he left the country. Maybe. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, there's a lot of things that could. It could just be that he was a fucker, um, but there's also a lot of mystery here too. Like he has maintained his story. The fact that his clothes were the same. You could even try to dismiss him holding onto the same train ticket for thirty years too, but even the neighbors noticed something was a little bit up. Um, because the day that he was brought home, like he wasn't driving himself. He was dropped off. And the second he got out of the car, like the car door slammed and that person took the fuck off. Nobody was able to get like a description of the driver, no license plate, nothing. And they have never been able to find like who the mysterious driver was. Who did he say it was? Did he say? No. He was like, well, I've been home. He didn't even remember getting out of the car. Mm-mm got out of the car and they were like where were you and he said home like i've been here his train Jeez. ticket wasn't stamped a little fishy yeah so some of you have may have seen the announcement that we made on our instagram story about the hadron collider being reactivated so a little bit of a pivot here we're going to dive into this so the hadron collider is located in geneva on the swiss and french border in europe and essentially, it is a particle accelerator, which is used to test theories in physics. And that's basically as much as I'm going to go into it, because I don't want anyone explaining particle theory to me. Oliver, I'm talking to you directly right now. Um, unless you ask me to, and we're in a hot tub. Uh, that's a Patreon exclusive. So <laughs> now we have talked briefly about the Hadron Collider before on our Portals episode. Yeah, and, and we talked about how they said a seagull dropped a baguette into it, and that's why they <laughs> turned it off. <laughs> yeah, and they just barely turned it back on after years. They it got just, that baguette out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so in 2012, 
Most of you will remember, remember that this was the year that the Mayan calendar ended and everybody thought it was going to be the end of the world. I didn't. I did. Just so you know. I was, did. Oh, I was still drinking the Kool-Aid even back then, man. I was like, I am. well, there was the logical part of my brain that was like, it's a circular calendar and it doesn't go off of like Gregorian um, time like we do. So it technically would have already ended then if it was. Or I was like, but a circular calendar doesn't end. That was like the logical part. But I distinctly remember driving around in my Plymouth neon, um, going to the comic store and then just kind of like cruising around town and listening to foreplay by Kansas. Like, it's been such a long time. That song over and over again. I was like, it's the end of the world. And then I went home and went to bed. And then I woke up and everything was fine. Or was it, Noel? And then how did you feel about that? How did you feel after the world didn't end? Did you feel disappointed? And wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so, but there's also something really interesting that happened in 2012 because theorized end of the world. It was also the year that the collider discovered the Higgs boson car- particle, um, which is also known as the quote God particle, which was infamously described by Stephen Hawking as having the power to destroy the universe as we know it. This little guy is something that doesn't spin, has no electrical charge, and no strong force of interaction. So, like, when you think of, like, oh, H2O, it's, like, two of these bond together, and we know how many, like, things it has because it has electrons. This doesn't have those similar characteristics. So, it just doesn't make sense to how we understand particle physics to operate. Um, It's the opposite of a midichlorian. Okay. So, according to businessinsider.com, quote, the media calls the Higgs boson. I'm pro- I know I'm saying it wrong and I don't know how to stop. So I'm just going to call it's it the okay. Higgs. okay. Public school, public school. Yeah. So the media calls the Higgs the God particle because according to the theory laid out by Scottish physicist Peter Higgs and others in 1964, it's the physical proof of an invisible universal wide field that gave mass to all matter right after the Big Bang, forcing particles to coalesce into stars, planets, and everything else. No Higgs is no mass, no mass no you, no me, or anything else. Ooh, I do kind of like that. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Um, take a little sippy sip there. So there are a few conspiracies trying to explain why the world has gone so downhill. And people I mean, are, we all know. Yeah. Um, we all know. And people are making the case that it's the Hadron Collider and the Higgs particle are part of this. Because I portals, mean... Was the Higgs particle found at the scene of the assassination of Harambe? Do we know? Yes. Because if it was, it all makes sense. Um, so the interesting thing is, is like as soon as they discovered the Higgs particle, they started fucking with it, right? Like trying to do all these tests and things on it. And people are saying this is about the time where we really started seeing portals come into play. The Mandela effect and, you know, Mandala. like... Isn't it the Mandala effect? Mandala? Isn't it the Mandala effect? Hold on. Probably. YouTube.com. Or how do you... Right? Are we experiencing a version of it right now? (laughs) Yeah. I experienced one earlier when somebody was saying Borat says king in the castle. And I was like, Borat says king of the castle. It's king of the castle. King oh in the God. castle. That's in, that's insulting. Um, no, it's after Nelson Mandela, so it is Mandela. Did it, so I did I say it right? I don't think you did. 
<laughs> mandala. Did I say mandala? Isn't that the no, game that- where you have the rocks and you go boop, 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 boop? <laughs> or is that I mancala? Like, I don't know. <laughs> say, man- say it again correctly because I already forgot. Mandela, like Mandela Nelson effect. Mandela. Yeah, that's it right. It comes from... I know what it comes from. I just have a smooth brain. It comes from the phenomenon where some people remember having vivid and detailed We're about to go into that. ...of news coverage of the South oh African like, anti-apartheid leader It's Nelson. like 9,000 degrees in this <laughs> no, room, and all I've been person. doing is sipping on wine for the past two okay. hours. Well, so, I man- need you Mandela. Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Just say Mandela. the full, just say Nelson Mandela effect. Okay, so Nelson effect are likely the side <laughs> effects from scientists trying to play around with the fundamental components of space, time, and reality. So if you ever have that off feeling that you're not existing in the right way, many are explaining that the cause of that is you might not be in your original reality. And how you know you're not in your original reality is when you experience the Mandela effect. So famed conspiracy theorist David Icke once parallel or once described parallel universes like a radio. So we may be listening to one station, but the radio gets bumped and we get put on another channel. It doesn't necessarily mean that our original channel isn't there anymore. We just aren't tuned into it. So reality is our existence. Mm-hmm. Reality is our channel. The Hadron Collider is the bump that is changing channels on us. So in essence, once our reality is being tampered with, it is retroactively changing our timeline. So similar to Gorgos's disappearance and reappearance, there are other examples of these changing stations leaving residue in our memory. There is a TikTok account I follow that I've mentioned before, where a man claims that he is fundamentally aware that these realities have shifted for him, and he uses the Mandela effect as a way to compare our universe to his. And while this effect does seem to impact a massive group of people, like for example, Berenstein versus Berenstain, mm-hmm. um, all at once, there are also cases like Gorgos's where only one person is impacted and then the rest of us are just left bewildered and beguiled. Hmm. You know, I have been seeing like a bunch of people talking about like how, I don't know if this would be related or if you've seen it, where it'll be someone doing like a video and they'll be like, last thing I remember, I was eight and then I just woke up and was 30 and driving to work. Yeah, that's 100% the same thing. And a lot of people are like, this didn't start happening, was not necessarily documented, really. Like, we have to attribute it to the Hadron Collider. And what makes it hard, too, is like, some of these cases happened before the Hadron Collider, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, is the Hadron Collider causing these problems? And with everything going on right now, you know, there's been that joke of like, why does it feel like our reality is getting fucked up because someone keeps going back in time trying to fix it? Yeah. Hadron yeah. Collider. Like, people might be fucking with our timeline by, like, shit that they're doing in the future retroactively. It's very confusing. Like, don't think of time as linear. Think of it more like a donut. And, like, mm-hmm. if I take a bite out of my donut and, like, a chunk, instead of, like, the food getting into my mouth, a bite comes out of the back. Like, that's kind of the best way to describe it. Like, even though I'm biting the front, the food is coming from the back. Yeah. Very weird. So another example of like someone's timeline getting messed up is the man from Tarid. So at the Haneda airport in Tokyo, Japan in 1954, a man got off his international flight from Europe and claimed he was excited to visit the country as he had done many times before. 
He had multiple currencies on him and spoke mainly French, although people noted that he seemed fluent in several languages, including Japanese. So like any international flight passenger, the man headed towards customs to get his passport stamped and then exchange currencies for his trip. Now here's where the confusion started. As the man handed his passport over to the customs officials, as was part of the routine, they were really confused as home country said Tarid. They asked the man to produce other documents, including his driver's license, business papers, and even bank statements, all of which said the same thing, that the man was indeed from Tarid. So confused, the guy explained that it was a small country situated between Spain and France and said it had, has history going back all like a thousand years. But everyone was really confused because the customs officials like tried to look it up on their maps. They were trying to like find it in their databases, like the records that they did have at the time. But they were telling this guy, like, this country never existed. But the paperwork from the man suggested otherwise. And he was even arguing, how would I have gotten here into another country if my passport was not valid? Like, they wouldn't even have let me on the plane. And they were like, we're telling you it is not fucking valid. And he's like, but I came from Tarid. So unsure of what to do, he was taken into custody with immigration and all his paperwork was confiscated. And worried about espionage, especially in the 1950s, they also stationed a guard outside his room, just being worried that the man could have been a spy. So the next day, when officials came to interview him further, they walked into an empty fucking room, 100% devoid of any evidence that the man had been there at all. And while the room did have a small window, it was extremely unlikely that he was able to have a viable escape route from here, since there was no balcony or no ledge for him to exit on. And if he had tried to leave by those means, he just would have died. He would have fallen to his death. And there were a few theories here, but none of them really explain the mystery of Torrid or the man claiming it is country of origin. Yeah, because I would just say this sounds like a McLovin situation. Yeah. He just made like a phony passport and got fucked and they made up some fucking fake ass name. Which could be 100% a theory, right? But all the documents that they had confiscated from him also disappeared. So then you would have to make the argument that did he steal him back? Did they mm. lose it? Um, like everything just going up and vanishing, like, and there being no evidence of him in the room is what makes it super suspect, especially if he had like managed to escape out the window, there should have been some means of escape. Like if he had tied bed sheets to the, you know, to the bed frame and climbed out that way, that would have been evident. Right. But there's yeah. no equipment like attached anywhere in the room that would have helped him get out, or at least they didn't find any. And he couldn't have jumped. It was like way too high. I think it was like the fifth story of the building. Hmm. So um, he was never found. And like we said, all of the documents disappeared from the airport and customs, um, everything that they had confiscated. So of course the juiciest theory here is that the man was indeed telling the truth and had for some reason or another temporarily shifted from his reality into ours before opping back into his own dimension, likely attributing his strange encounter as merely crossing paths with inept airport officials. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. TSA loses things all the time. So yeah. them losing his documents isn't that strange to me. Maybe American TSA, but I feel like Japan in the 1950s was like on the ball. Maybe. Especially like not wanting spies to come into the country and like tear them apart from the inside out. <sighs> True. Yeah, I guess. Things have changed. Now we just yell at people to take their shoes off. Yeah. Like, get your... Take your hoodie off, too. There's all those, like, TikToks where people are, like, 
showing like acting like TSA, but they're literally just foaming at the mouth, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> like, it. Oh my God. I, that is literally it. Like, even if I'm like fully prepared, like TSA finds something to yell at me about. It's like a very toxic relationship. Yeah, I know. And I'd like to see all the things that they've actually stopped or prevented from happening. Peace and yeah, love. They have it. Um, so let's talk about 2012 again and the strange events of the Woolwich foot tunnel. So this tunnel has been a fixture of East London since the early 1900s. It provides residents with walking access beneath the Thames, Thames River? Thames? Thames? Oh my God. I'm- it's TH. I'd say Thames. Yeah. And it also looks like what nightmares are made of. Like, it's just like. I a, think it looks kind of cool. It's like a yellow lit underground tunnel that you would like have to go through in Resident Evil. It's like where, va- it's like where Blade fought, pop, like, fought vampires, you know? Yeah, what that's I mean? exactly what it is. It also, um, this might be my public school showing once again, but kind of incredible that when they build, you know, subways and shit and tunnels underneath water. No, I think it's amazing too. It is incredible, isn't it? If it's almost we were... more impressive than like a skyscraper, I feel. Yeah. Because we're right? moving Earth. We're not putting frosting on the cake. We're making the fucking batter. We're going yeah. under the batter. Yeah. We're putting a plate under an uncooked cake and somehow keeping the cake everything machine. together. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Insane. Crazy. So the foot tunnel was temporarily shut down in 2011 to make some minor structural repairs. So essentially they wanted to make cosmetic changes to make it appear a little less leaky and dingy and cause less ominous concern when walking through it. And what should have been a relatively short job extended into a year and a half of consistent delays that people are having a hard time finding good explanations before. And it's not just necessarily like because construction is slow. There were some weird things happening here. So. According to portalsoflondon.com, a time anomaly from the perspective of someone who experiences it involves a clearly defined part of landscape or architecture in which time stops. Years of study into such phenomena has proved largely fruitless in terms of explanations, and even less so when it comes to predicting when and where they might arise. There is some anecdotal evidence that temporary spaces or spaces temporarily under a different use lend themselves to time anomalies in which the Woodrich event would appear to support this. So some of the anomalies that these workers experienced would be spending a full eight hour day working in the tunnel only to come out to go home and realize only five minutes had passed on the surface. Oh baby. Does that happen to me every fucking day of my life? (laughs) Yeah. Same. I'm always working for eight hours only to have five minutes pass. Yep. Um, Another thing that would happen is a worker would go into the tunnel and they would immediately see them pop up on the other side of the river in seconds where it's, you know what I mean? It was like walking through the, to the, B terminals at the Salt Lake airport and like, could you imagine? Oh my God. I wish. So Noel, I'm going to ask you to read this part. It is so long and I would apologize, but I hope you do the whole thing. It's like over, a, it's like two pages of story. Jesus fucking Christ. I really hope you do it in, in a British accent. There's it, no way I can for this long, <laughs> but this is, this is the actual quoted account from one of the people who worked on the tunnel. Oh my fucking God, this is a book. <laughs> I cannot do this entire thing in a British accent. Are you fucking crazy? This is Why? three pages. I've done this entire thing in an American accent. <laughs> you know how hard my British accent is? You know what it does to me physically and emotionally? I need you to like 
put the theater of it in here so that I can at least put music behind this and make oh it like God, this Whoa. is a nightmare. <laughs> I don't it's so I think long, my, right? I think my it literally is like three pages. I think my Fish, lungs will give out. What page are we on right now? We're on page five. I've just done five pages of reading. Yeah, but not in a British accent. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to I do think- it as long as I can until I give up or I pass out. Jesus Christ. I don't even... I forget what a British accent sounds like. <laughs> it's like top of the morning. <laughs> no, the fuck it is not. Okay. Maybe it'll just be kind of newsy. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the shape that you're making with your mouth before you say anything is wrong. I just feel like... You look it's like you're talking Popeye. It's a little Popeye. You do it to the side, right? You look like you're talking worker. like you have a stroke and like half of your face went numb. Like, why did your mouth immediately go all the way to the side of your head? Like, because that's what you're supposed to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, you just sounded British right there. You did it and you immediately like sounded an, British. It's like an intercontinental, like early 1900s American accent. Like, it's in the games, be, watch the races, eh? It's going to be what it is. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you stupid bitch. I can't do it. Don't make me it. laugh while I'm drinking. I'm gonna oh die. my god, I'm just dreading this three pages. Okay. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut, the Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, can't. I don't know what to do. I can't. I can't do it if I see you and I hear you. My mouth is so full of water. I was going to choke. I was one of the first ones to experience it. (laughs) Is that Irish a little bit? (laughs) I'm trying to get my face off camera. (laughs) I was the first one of the ones to experience it. Right? That's kind of all they do is yell, right? Yeah, you do sound like a. Just do it in (laughs) accent. I think that's what it's going to devolve to. We were working from both ends, as it were, and had tents on both sides of the river. (laughs) Is that good? (laughs) <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Okay. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> two sentences in. I just need to. I just need to think back to like it's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just I talk just, like Billy Butcher on the boys. Get that in. It's Tuesday, isn't it? It was pretty basic. If you wanted something from the other side, you just had to walk it through the tunnel. Anyway, the fall. Hours. Okay, I have to mute myself because I'm fucking dying. <laughs> anyway, no, I don't like when you mute yourself. It's like I'm not. You're not here. <laughs> I can't. I'm like. Okay. Doing one of those okay. laughs where I'm like, the <laughs> 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 wheeze. Okay, hold on. Let me get back into the Billy Butcher. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> anyway, the foreman's on the other side, and he radios to ask me across. So I walk through the tunnel, the long walk we call it. Funnily enough, and it's slightly spooky. Because no one else is down there. They're all they're all working on the what? The oh. The, the, <laughs> the lift shats. Shafts. <laughs> shafts. 
That's what, it sounds like. That's what it sounds like with an accent. And I get up on the other side, find the foreman, and his eyes nearly pop out his head. Says he only radioed like a minute ago, and how did I get here so quick? What is that? I don't know how to say wouldn't. <laughs> this is sad whoa, because it's like an is. ominous and scary story, and it's just been turned into this fucking Right, because you can't like say vowels a lot, so you just gotta be like, wouldn't. What? Yeah. Wouldn't. <laughs> What? Take my word for it. I'd walked. Reckoned I had a buggy down there. So, God, what the fuck? So fucking British for no reason. (laughs) I had a buggy down there or something. It was kind of, it was some kind of prank. God, we're not even at the fucking first page. But I stand my ground and he saw to see I'm not lying. Anyway, he forgets what he called me there for... (laughs) What the fuck is this story? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> he gives me this big red plastic box. Yeah, we're all given men big red plastic boxes. Am I right, ladies? Got uh, I think you did give it a good try. Okay. Well, you, you can go to regular reading if you want. <laughs> but, um, uh, so that I was, you know, there's just like some words that are hard to pronounce. Um, like, so, yeah, like, what? <laughs> I was like, what, what am I going to pronounce Why you lean here? in and go in like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Are you trying to say British people can't stutter? You fucking I'm trying bitch. to say hooked on phonics failed you as a child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking shit. Okay. So he gives me this big red plastic box, tells me to walk back over and hold it up for him when I get to the other side. So I head back down. The lonely walk back thinking shouldn't we be getting on with some work Mm, valid when i get to the top i wave the red box in the air and the radio foreman you just left me he say no more than a minute ago that's when i start to feel a bit weird my initial feelings was i was pretty freaked out by it all but once everyone had experienced it it was amazing how quickly it seemed normal it became like a joke it was a laugh you know a source of giggles (laughs) Me trying to hit my 500 word count on an essay. (laughs) It became became like a joke. It was a laugh, you know, a source of giggles. (laughs) I love humor. (laughs) Someone said we'd invented the teleporter and we're all going to be rich. The foreman stopped trusting watches and phones when we were down there and took to using egg timers. A few of the young agency lads tried to claim extra on their timesheets. That was the thing, though. Time froze when you were down there. If you were down there for a full work day, fixing the tiling, you'd basically finish work, come back up, and it would still be morning. Which was great at first. I don't live in London, so I did see a lot of sightseeing. Cuddy Sark, the royal palaces. But then when we realized how knackered we were... Yeah. Knackered? I don't even know what he's trying to say there. (laughs) Let's look it up. Knackered. I fucking hate when they give an example of what a word means by putting it into a sentence. Yeah. Speaking has really knackered me out. What does that mean? That doesn't help. Tired? I th- it's uh, tired. Yeah, to tire someone Oh, out. good. That was a... Whew, look at me. 
It never really occurred to any of us to tell anyone about it at the time. It was like, who would believe you? You didn't even believe it yourself. Plus, it was such a wheeze. Jesus Christ, again! Why? Why would you... Okay, it's like... I'm also wheezing, so... It's like painfully fucking British. Yeah. I think there was a feeling that as soon as head office was on to it, the whole thing would be over. No more fun. People started experimenting. Some of the guys camped out in there to see how long they'd they could three days and nights it was and they still came back at the same moment they'd left that freaked the site manager out though he was having a nightmare with the times tables as it was me too i really struggled with doing my times tables when they were timed like when you had to do like okay now do all your like five times tables in less than five minutes i think it's sweet that you're thinking times tables like multiplication and not timetables as in fit like as in filling out a time card they both can be correct. The biggest problem <laughs> yeah. was making sure that if anyone from head office came down, it wouldn't look like he was sending people home 10 minutes after they'd logged on. Although that's exactly what he was doing. Anyway, he soon put a stop to all the mucking about. Not before I had my own very strange moment, though. One thing we couldn't get our head round was how the two sort of time places a guy was in seemed to be happening at the same time as it were like i see you emerge across the river in no time at all but there's also a you who reckons he's spending four hours in the tunnel so peter peter yeah just say peter (laughs) peter this bulgarian lad thought of a little experiment one morning before anyone else is down the tunnel he ties a long rope around his waist and hands the other end to some of the guys then he sets down the tunnels see and I'm to follow him down as far as the bottom of the stairs and then stop and watch him walk down the tunnel. Don't put your feet off the stairs. Don't step in the tunnel, he told me, and I didn't. So I'm watching him, and he's got something in his pocket, a secret signal for when he's across the river, when he gets to the surface. When the others see he's surfaced, they're supposed to shout down at me and pull on the rope. Anyway, I'm kneeling down and craning my head down so I can watch Peter walk around the curb. The tunnel bends in an inverted bow underground pole. And he laughs and waves at me for a minute, then gets bored, keeps walking. And he's just about to round the curve out of sight. It hasn't been long, just a minute or so. Around the same time, I took us to walk down the steps, and I feel the rope around me tighten. Then I hear the lads up top. He's across, waving a red flag. The thing is, Peter hears it too. And he stops turns round and he's looking at me his hand slowly reaches into his big jacket pocket and he pulls out the edge of his large red flag for a moment i grin i reckon they're all having me on but it's the look on his face that's what still haunts me nobody's that good of an actor his face and he was a big man mind you fearless our peter was a big character always at the center of things always with a big smile never saw him take anything too serious in all our days till then but i don't know how to describe it it was just fear just plain fear on his face and he's looking right at me and i know what he's thinking i know what he's trying to figure out do i keep going or do i come back he takes one step towards me then stops i don't know how long we looked at each other like that neither of us talking then in the end he turns around again and carries on out of sight well, I'm up those stairs like a shot, and when I get up top, he there he is, across the river, unmistakable even from the distance, red flag in one hand, 
other guy's arm around his shoulders. Anyway, I didn't like that. That freaked me out. That did. Peter didn't talk about it much. Nobody spoke much about any of it after that. The jokes kind of came to an end, and we just got on with the job. Tried to ignore it. Isn't that insane? So he was saying, like, there were two guys. Yeah, because, like, the one guy was in the tunnel, and he could still kind of see him. But he went around the bend to kind of where he was out of sight. But then immediately, they're like, he's across. But Peter in the tunnel was still within earshot. To yeah, like he was hear. still there. And he, he looked at him and showed his yeah. flag. And so then there they were like made, two versions of him. Yeah, which is, um, it was like he got split between the time jump of when he was able to cross the river, but was also simultaneously in our timeline. Like he was being put into two different spots in the anomaly. Spooky. And, you know, this reminds me of like all the shit where people disappear and then they pop back up, you know? Um, and what's, First of all, the stiff British upper lip. Like, if this was happening, I wouldn't be like, try to ignore it. Um, And it is super hard to dismiss that the collective, like, the collective experience that all these men had when they were working on the tunnel. And even stranger is that they started this project in 2011. And when stuff started to get super weird, it matches the timelines exactly when the Hadron Collider found the Higgs particle. Mm. And started fucking with the timeline. Yeah. So this, this is, is definitely, definitely. Whoa. 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 Not it like that. Whoa. Speaking of time jumping, I was going to say this is definitely more serious than um, the Bernstein or Bernstein Bears situation, yeah. or whether it's like GIF or GIF or whatever the fuck. No, the peanut it's butter. GIF. I'm talking about the peanut butter. Oh. I don't remember what it was. Or even. Um, the fruit of the loom having a cornucopia with it, or if yeah. it was just fruit, like all the stuff that you remember where you're like, Looney that. Tunes being spelled T U N E S and not T O O N S. Yeah. Or even like Fruit Loops, like mm-hmm. fruit spelled F R O O T. Yeah. Um, absolutely insane, right? Like, and it kind of gets a little bit scary, especially when you consider the fact that they've turned this back on. And with the state of our world being like significantly more trash than in 2012, I wonder what kind of anomalies we're going to start seeing again. Maybe we're already seeing it. That's why everything's so fucking shitty. A hundred percent. And I've been um, following this thread where people are onto it and they're like, everybody start documenting like the men, like the Mandela experiences that you're seeing, start documenting weird time stuff, weather anomalies, um, you know, a lot of, so Definitely people need to start keeping an eye out for it. Like, because I'm sure that weird stuff's going to start happening. We may not stumble across it right away, but I'm interested to see what's coming, especially if the Hadron Collider does have the ability to like really fuck with like the particles of time and our existence and mass and, you know, the very things that created the universe that didn't exist before the Big Bang. Yeah. Or we don't understand how they existed before the Big Bang. I hope something creepy happens or at least I hope I get blipped into a different dimension because I'm really sick of this one I love the ones where it's like if infinite dimensions exist then there's one that exists where I beat like I slapped your bitch ass you know I love the petty ones where people are like it's like so ominous at first and they go into like all the scientific theory what are you are you why are you breathing in your microphone like this have we gone into another dimension already I don't know there you go so 
when I laugh too hard, it triggers my asthma. And I think I laughed at you too hard. So now I'm just like trying to breathe, but I can feel my throat closing up. So I'm just like, <sighs> um, I definitely need to take some medicine. But luckily for us, there is going to be a part two to this. So we're not done yet, but we are done for now. Cool. Good. There's not going to be any resolution, unfortunately. It's just going to be more experiences like this fucking foot tunnel that I didn't want to cut out. Because I was like, these are insane. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't need resolution sometimes. I just need more chaos. And I think that's what this is going to give me. Yeah. So for those of you who are maybe like less astrology oriented and don't want to blame Mercury being in retrograde, I hear you. I feel you. Blame it on the Hadron Collider, fucking with the yeah. Higgs Blame it on the particles, honestly. Mm-hmm. Seems about right. Yeah, and they flipped this shit back on July 5th. I feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know they did. I felt it the moment it happened. I felt it in my bones. Yeah. So, really excited to see what fresh hell they have in store for us. Um, the only thing I can recommend that you do... Is get is- a baguette and throw it back into the collider yeah. and make it... Make them turn it off. We're going to have to make peace with the robot birds surveilling us. And we need to get them in there. We need to get some beaks on the ground. Yeah, straight up. We need to get beaks on the ground. We need to get beaks on the ground. And we need to get a furry dressed as a pigeon to then drop multiple baguettes in the collider. Because I bet they've probably made it so like one baguette won't take them out anymore. Yeah. Speaking of furries, uh, Noelle and I might be guest local media at furry con so keep an eye out because i be, sure hope you know what i am genuinely fucking excited i want to go so damn bad i do hope that they i sent in all of our statistics like they like to see they want to make sure that you're not doing a podcast to a group of two mm-hmm. um so i was able to send in like our statistics and also thank you everyone we're number seven on potomatic right now in comedy podcast so i think that might help get our foot in the door Fingers crossed. I want to go to FurryCon so bad. I and I want to get, con. oh my God, I want to get cute little fuzzy earrings that they have them. I'm such a bitch for merch. I just want to go shopping and I want to talk to people and I want to like genuinely get the experience. I uh, want to know what the furries are about. Yeah, I would love it, you know, and I want to like, I, I have wanna, questions for them. I want to, yeah, right. I want to explore the innocence that is the furry community, but I also want to explore the salaciousness of the furry community that we all yeah, have. Yeah, I do have I do have some questions, comments, and concerns for them. So I hope that we get to do it. Yeah, and um God, I hope so too, because I would gen I almost wonder, like part of me is like I almost like want to buy a ticket to go because it's local. It's in my hometown. Leighton. Peace and love. That sounds so scary. A furry con in Le- in Leighton. Yeah, it's where I used to. Um, I believe it's at the Davis Conference Center, which is where I used to do Derby in 2010. Jesus, cursed, cursed con. venue. It's actually like super nice. It's called Anthro Weekend. And excuse me, Anthro. Why, like? Why? Anthropomorphic. Ana- what were those books? Animorphs? Animorphs? They're just playing off animorphs. Uh, uh, because when you when an animal acts like a human, you say it's anthropomorphized or anthropomorphized. I'm fucking struggling. What is this? Furry convention. Anthro Weekend, Utah 2012. Furrycons.com. 
the do you see awu2022.sketch.com and this is the curse of awubis the curse Awubis. of Awubis. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> my fucking god. <laughs> That's fucking cute. That was um, cute. They're doing an, a, a lagoon amusement park trip. God, why is it so hard to get information on this? Like, you click on the Anthro Weekend and it just says, like, it exists. But, like, where do you get ticket information and things like that? Are you also struggling? Yeah. I'm going to anthroweekendutah.org. We have to go to the furry sexuality and your mental health Q&A adults only. That's what I'm saying. I want to fucking go so And then there's a dance at 9 p.m. From 9 to 1 in the morning, baby. Party. So a basic Furry (gasps) self-defense. Okay, hear me out. It, they're, ooh, some of their, like, they're, like, almost sold out. Their cheapest basic ticket is 60 bucks, which is all three days. If we don't get in, I think we should go. I think we should skip the avocado toast and treat ourselves to a weekend. It's actually next weekend. I think it's July 15th through 17th. Yeah, it is. Um, we can get day passes at the door of the convention. It's $30 for a single day, $50 for a two day, and 15 for Sunday only. Um, I guess the basic pass gives you all three. Does that matter? The best, the best day is definitely... Um, Saturday, I'm assuming. No, it's Friday. Friday has the um, furry sexuality in your mental health. What time is that panel at? 8 p.m. We got to go. <laughs> but then text. furry self-defense is July 16th. So Saturday at 9.30 a.m. Um, and then also followed by the 11 a.m. panel, what being a furry influencer is like. And then also one called Service Dogs 101, the do's, don'ts, and disasters, which I don't think is about Actual service dogs. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and then also My Little Pony Toys throughout the years, which also is very interesting to me. Um, anyway, you need. We just need to get on so we can get. We can get in. I just texted the person who asked me. They said, "What are the downloader subscriber stats for your podcast?" Trying to get. Message for the Furcon promoter and ask if press passes are available. Um, I almost am tempted to just get a Friday pass and then give it away if um, we end up getting a press pass because I'm so scared these are going to sell out and I want to go to the furry sexuality class. And I have that microphone. We can ask people if it's all right if we record. Um Oh my god, this is so fucking right up our alley. I know it. We gotta make it happen. Okay. I'm down to do Friday as well. Okay. I'm filling out the little... Especially at 8pm. That is so easy. But I wonder if we have to go to the door to buy those. Because when you go to choose something, you can do the basic level of 65. Oh yeah, we just have to go to the door and buy them. Yeah, let's do it. If you come here... (laughs) That was stupid. I don't live in Salt Lake anymore. I was gonna say, if you come here, I'll drive. I will meet you there. 
Yeah, see you there. Because you would have to come all the way here, and then we'd have to go all the way back. Yeah. Well, I'm still hoping for the three-day press pass so we can really be immersed. Yeah, I need to find my little microphone that I bought for Comic-Con so that we can like plug in and record and just interview. Oh my god, that would be so much fucking fun. Huh, well, I'm manifesting that it happens. Me too. So. Um, speaking of other things that can happen, you can find the link tree and link tree and all of our bios. I'm at Noel Fane. That's at Sith Lord. Chelsea is Sith Lord. I just keep calling you that every time. I can't get over it. And we are at Go to Hell Podcast on all social media platforms. In the link tree in our bios, you can find a link to support. Um, your right to choose and pro-choice organizations and options. You can also find a link to our merch site where you can get a bunch of cool merch, including our protect trans kids shirt where 100% of proceeds are donated. You can also find a link to Kelly Holloran or at Wildwood Owl on Etsy, her um, stickers and art and maybe potentially still bandanas of ours and maybe potentially still pins of ours just her cool shit mm-hmm. you can also find a link to our private discord server our facebook group our twitter profile and i don't know why you'd need it but our um, spotify and apple play links but most importantly you can find a link to our patreon where a dollar gets you in and you get new episodes every week you sign an nda so don't talk about anything you hear on there okay capiche capiche and now more than ever also honestly every single day especially now that the particles have ruined our future and lives and everything is miserable hail satan uh hail that bird that dropped the baguette into the hadron collider a few years ago yeah also hail that bird for sure <laughs>